Search like I was just wondering if that if that story was um in the Bible yeah and they got, I I don't I and I get why some people but people are like just hating on them mm-hmm. saying like um that's not in the that's not in the Bible that's not biblical you know um, why are you attracting stories from a different uh understanding if you're a Christian and, yeah. and things like that I I mean that it's an inspiring story nonetheless nonetheless and it's like we're we are all going through our own walks and our and our own things that we pray about, and so it, it would be the same thing to uh, uh, for us to stand still and, and really get into a prayer like that and have God come through in a mighty way, and mm-hmm. then go out and talk about it. <coughs> Why would people have that same reaction mm-hmm. of, "Oh, well, that's not in the Bible, so don't talk about that"? What? That make no sense. It's my testimony. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, where did COTM? All right, cool. All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to COTM episode number 13. Today, we are going to be talking about patience, um, moments that require it, scripture that requires it, um, personal development that requires it business ventures that require it uh, just about anything you can think of patience is involved uh, if you want to achieve something great if you want that quick fix you can definitely get it especially in today's world um, even in, in terms of money you can really go and you can create an online business right now and you can come up you know with some income in the next 30 to 60 days if you really buckle down and do it mm-hmm. um, but uh, we're talking about greatness, um, which is what our God is about, um, and that requires patience. So without further ado, 
Welcome to episode number 13. Lit. Litty? Yeah. Um, Quick question, what's your definition of patience? Definition of patience, uh, for me, would be willing to wait as long as you need to for the desired result. Um, Whatever that result is, you know, maybe you have a smaller target, the patience is not going to be as long or as enduring uh, versus if you want something bigger and greater uh, the patience is going to take a lot more out of you um, and is going to require more of you so Mm. I'm sure there's like a dictionary uh, you know addition but patience is whatever your goal is the proportion of waiting and preparing that you have to do according um, is, is is the best way that I think I could kind of explain it My definition of patience kind of took me to a place where I had to figure out what patience wasn't. Hmm. Um, And it took me to revelations. All who inherit victorious. All who inherit victoriously will, all who victoriously inherit, sorry, all these blessings and will be, I will be their God, this is God talking, and they will be my children. But cowards, unbelievers, and corrupt murderers, and immorals, and and the immoral, those who practice witchcraft, idol, idol worships, and liars, their fate will be the fiery lake of burning sulfur this is the second death and so something that um my buddy Juan Juan told me uh, to look up the definition of, of a coward is a person who lacks courage to in to do or endure dangerous and unpleasant things hmm. and i think that's the exact opposite of patience is someone who sees something but they don't have the courage to go out and get it Uh. or they don't have the faith to walk in the unknown. Okay. Hmm. That's my my definition. Okay. I would say for me, delayed instant gratification. It's saying it's, it's so hard, especially, in, you know, I would say in my life, and I would say I think all of us experience it, especially in today's world, the social media world we're in, and just looking at your friends and everything, it's very easy to say, I want that and I want it now. Mm. When we're not looking at what God wants and what God has for us, um, I think patience is, patience is truly really a virtue. I, I mean, I, you know, that's being said all the time, but it's like when you actually really start to understand that it is, it really, really is. That's, patience is huge. It's actually like, it's just really required. Like yeah. in everyday life, you know, whatever it is that you want, you want to be great, you have to be patient. You want God's help, you have to be patient. You want, um, you want success, you have to be patient. It's, patience is needed, it's required. I mean, I don't think we can really go anywhere in life at a, successful manner of reaching our destiny without patience. Oh. That's how I see it. 
can't move forward at all without uh, a certain amount of patience. Um, if you guys don't mind, we'll just uh, say a little prayer real quick before we get a little yeah. further into mm-hmm. the episode. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> dear God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this opportunity uh, of this day, of this 24 hours uh, that we're able to utilize. Uh, and if we do the best that we can do today, we'll be more than prepared for success tomorrow if we see it. Um, I think patience requires praising before we see that end result, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And uh, I pray that anybody listening that's feeling tested, that's feeling tried, that's feeling worn down, that's feeling like things are just taking a little too long or that how can my God be this good uh, if I haven't received my blessing? I've been waiting for it. I've been praying for it. And I want to encourage those people to keep praying, but actually in turn start praising the fact that they are going through this and that they are waiting for this and that they can understand that they're waiting for a reason and that's for that greater result. Um, The word says that all things work together. So I pray that they endure this, this this trying time and this testing time, this dry season or this desert, if you will, um, so that when we receive the water, that we're just that much more replenished. So, uh, be with us, dwell with us, Lord, and, uh, remind us that it's, you're not here to give us the best things on this earthly realm, but you're, you're here to dwell with us, to be in that moment with us. And I think when we really channel that and sit down and embody that, that we can feel you and that we can smell you and we can hear you and, uh, that makes things a little bit easier um, when the tangibles may not be lining up in that sense. So thank you for being with us and thank you for this opportunity. Have your way. Um, amen. amen. So I just want to read uh, <clears throat> two devos, actually. They're pretty short. Um, but we were supposed to record Patience last week, just so you guys know. And uh, the day that we were supposed to record Patience, the devo of the day was on Patience. So... Um, Psalms 37, seven says, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Have you prayed and prayed and waited and waited and still see no evidence of an answer? Are you tired of seeing no movement? Are you at the point of giving up? Then perhaps you have not waited in the right way, which removes you from the right place. The place where the Lord can meet you. Wait patiently for it. Romans eight twenty five, And so this is kind of going to get into what, uh, what Johnny was just talking about, um, which is kind of that fear a little bit and other aspects of impatience. And so what patience does is it eliminates worry. The Lord said that he would come and his promise is equal to his presence. Patience eliminates weeping. Why feel sad and discouraged? He knows your needs better than you do. And his purpose in waiting is to receive more glory through it. Patience eliminates self-works. The work of God is this to believe John 6:29 and once you believe you may know all as well patience eliminates all wants perhaps your desire to receive what you want is stronger than your desire for the will of God to be fulfilled patience eliminates all weakness instead of thinking of waiting as being wasted time realize that God is preparing his resources and strengthening you as well patience eliminates all wobbling He touched me and raised me to my feet, Daniel 8.18. God's foundations are steady, and when we have his patience within, we are steady while we wait. 
patience yields worship. Sometimes the best part of praiseful waiting is experiencing great endurance and patience joyfully. Colossians 1.11 While you wait, let all these aspects of patience have her perfect work. James 1.4 And you will be greatly enriched. Um, so that's, that's definitely one piece of it. And this other piece of it was from the 25th, which is two days ago, Sunday. <clears throat> I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised. Joshua 1.3. Um, besides the literal ground still un unoccupied for Christ, there is before us the unclaimed and unwalked territory of God's promises. What did God say to Joshua? I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised. Then he set the boundaries of the land of promise. All there is on one condition. They must march across its length and breadth, measuring it off with their own feet. Yet they never mar marched across more than one-third of the land, and as a consequence, they never possessed more than one-third. They possessed only what they measured off and no more. Uh, and that one's a little longer, so I'm just going to cut off there. Um, because I think when it comes to patience, sometimes we think that patience is going to get us to a specific destination. And what I'm starting to realize more is that patience is really getting us more to a presence point, a mindset point, uh, not necessarily a physical place. Um, and so even though in that part, you know, God said, wherever you lay your feet and whatever you measure with your own feet, that land is yours. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be a physical location. If you lay your your feet and you measure out the depths of patience, mm -hmm. he's going to grant you that land because you've conquered it with your own feet. Right. Um, so you can have all that you set your feet on basically is where it comes to the distances that you're willing to go. He's going to give you all of that everywhere. He's literally going to bless everything that you do. Uh, we were just sitting down with Trey and we just uploaded that episode and he was talking about how he doesn't think that it's necessarily which door that you walk through. It's the posture in which you walk through that door. Yeah. If, if you're in the right mindset, if you're in the right presence, everything that you do will be blessed. Therefore, any land that you set your feet on will be yours yeah. by dominion. Or and what I'm saying is any mindset that you get to will be yours. If it's a mindset of impatience, you're going to feel impatience. If it's a mindset of patience, you're going to get that result as well. Um, so, you know, it can be a benchmark. Maybe it's a new personal record. Maybe it's a new job. Uh, maybe it's even becoming a Christian. Um, and so I, I'd really just mean that to say that the location around you is not as important as the presence within you. And so I know I'm kind of going across a few different pieces, but I think it's all so vital because in order to, let's say that patience is a land, let's say patience is a country, you'd have to be willing to walk and cross and cover that entire land to conquer it. And are you willing to do that, um, you know, is really, really what it comes down to. Um, and so the best way to associate this is I think when we look at like our social media, when we look at like our Instagram bio, right, you, you have like, entrepreneur and you know like all these terms that most of us are not even we're not even there yet yeah. but we're claiming that land as if we walked that land and have measured it with our own feet right. um so 
that's good. You know, and so I get the whole speaking it into existence thing. Mm -hmm. And I myself even took entrepreneur in the making out of my Instagram bio because even though I feel like that, I changed it to entrepreneur in the making because I didn't want it to be entrepreneur right right that i'm i'm walking those those distances right now but i'm not in the land of entrepreneurship that i've conquered yet right right? so i I had that but i even took that off Mm -hmm. because it's been hitting me a little bit more recently that we don't necessarily need to talk about all the different nuances on how god's working in our lives and i know that because we have this podcast that the tendency is share everything and get it all out. And because, you know, content and God's work and his word and it's moving and it's alive. Um, And what I'm realizing because of the experience with the chase job is that sometimes you just need to let him work and finish that process out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We can talk about some of those things, um, but maybe it's not necessarily giving the details of what we're actually going through every single time. No. There are going to be times for it, but I think for me personally, I kept getting um, swoon by sharing everything um, and realizing that it's a bigger process. It's not just like, okay, you got the job, this all, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So, um <clears throat> Don't you can't claim that land until you've walked it with your own feet is really, really what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't even say that I'm necessarily out of land of patience yet, but I would say that I'm definitely starting to kind of cross that bridge. So, um, wait, go back. So you said that you can't claim the land until you walked it yet? Correct. Correct. Um, and only from the sense of what we're what I'm taking from that reference, which is that everything that you walk with your own feet and measure out with your own feet is what you will be given. So if you haven't walked there yet, it's not your land. Okay. I get what you're saying. Right. And I'm relating the land to a mindset as well. So it's not necessarily the nations because we're called to conquer all the nations. Right. So (laughs) this is obviously going to go further than our feet can physically travel because our voice is now in the internet and it's worldwide, so on and so forth. So, Um, but more so from a, a mindset location, uh, a, a spiritual location, if you will, more so than a physical, um, location. Right. Hmm. That makes sense. Um, and where patience comes in is that if you are worried about why God is taking so long, then you've already lost. You've literally already lost because your mind should not be fascinated on why he's doing it. Even though that is a great thing to understand. Um, I think your mind needs to be more fascinated and obsessed with what you can do in the time that you have before that blessing comes. Um, and so I have a verse from, Peter that I want to read and then I'll let you guys get in on it. Um, second Peter three verse eight and nine, but do not forget this one thing, dear friends with the Lord, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years are like a day. Mm -hmm. Verse nine, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness. Some, not all. Um, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness instead he's being patient with you 
not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Um, and, you know, and so, like I said, if you're worried about why he's taking so long, if you're worried about how long is this going to take, Lord, like what year is it finally going to hit or, you know, what month? And it, it's not, it's not slow. It seems like it's taken a long time, but his plan is for all of us to be saved. Yeah. Um, so he has to take his time in lining up every situation so that when you get into the situation that just felt so right and so godly directed, then you understand why you're like, Oh my gosh, like, of course I had to, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you need to be in the right place with the right person sharing your story. And now, you know, a huge ripple effect, yeah. um, moves forward from that. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's preparing you, but he's also preparing the situations that he's going to put you in. Yeah. Um, it's not just that you need to be prepared. You might be prepared, but the situation might not be ready. Yeah. So there's two, there's two elements, um, in that for sure. Um, but like the Bible says, as only some understand slowness. So I think when you start to get to know him more and you start to change that impatience into dwelling and just understanding you're supposed to be in that moment, it might not seem ideal, but you're supposed to be where you're at right now, but your mindset needs to change to embracing where you're at and knowing that he's there with you at the exact same time. To, 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 To run with that real quick, I think what you just said, there's a big difference between patience and waiting. Right. A lot of us, I I, I do this too. Wow. I'm waiting. I, I you know I pray and then I wait. There's no believing involved. There's no praying involved. There's no fighting involved. Mm-hmm. There's no grinding involved. I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God didn't call us to wait. Yeah. God told us to be patient. Yeah. Right. There's a patience is a battlefield. Yeah. In that patience, in that realm, in that stadium. Like I said, we're believing, we're grinding, we're fighting, we're working for what we want, but we know it's going to happen, but I'm going to be patient because God's preparing us in that process. Patience is a process. All right. We're not called to wait. We're called to be patient. Yeah. Um, James 5, 8, you also must be patient. Keep your hopes high for the day of the Lord's coming near. The day of the Lord is coming. Yep. Your gifts are coming. I mean, I'm sorry, your blessings are coming. The open doors are coming. Mm-hmm. Keep your hopes high, yeah. but you should be battling. Absolutely. You should be fighting right now. You should, you should be in a war. Yeah. And it's patience. We're not waiting. Um, I don't think anything comes out of waiting. Dwelling, like you said, Rudy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, moping. Mm-hmm. Uh, negativity. I think it depends on what you're waiting for. Because um, if you're waiting for something to come, that's different. But yeah. if you're waiting to get uh, a revelation or you're waiting for God to do uh, uh, to move so then you can move, it, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Right. You need to... You Before need, and after. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You need to be in that dwelling sense of, okay, so if I'm waiting, then I know there's something that I need to actually do right now. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to do that yeah. until, I'm, until God brings what he's... Uh, said he was going to do, uh, which brings me to my verse, which actually, um, I feel like is my verse for, for the year. Um, something that I want to continue to dwell on and, and read. It's uh, Habakkuk two, three, four, still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end and it will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. Uh, another, uh, version actually says, wait patiently for it Mm. um it will surely come it will not delay 
And I think that that just speaks to uh, so much about what we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it will surely come and it will not delay. To be so sure on a vision that's coming slowly and you can't see it and it's so methodical that you 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 start to believe that it, it's going to be impossible and, and and did God really say this like that right and that uncertainty is is where the the enemy likes to work in your mind and he likes to craft things in the opposite direction of the vision that God is actually giving you and when you start to allow that to happen that's when you start to step into things that you really shouldn't have been stepping into in the first place. And you find yourself in chaos and you find yourself in, in terrible situations. You're like, God, how how did I get here? And it's because you started to stray away from the vision that he called you to, uh, wait for in the first place. Right. Um, I don't know if I'm going to read this right now. Uh, yeah, I might as well. Um, in those visions that you have to our listeners, to the, to the dreamers, to the people who have been praying for, for things and they haven't been coming true. So you're in your mind, you're thinking, okay, well, maybe God didn't really say that. Uh, I want to challenge you to go back and, 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 and pray those prayers again and, and pray them, pray them boldly. Um, Something I was reading last night from the second chapter of the Circle Maker um, just really inspired me. Um, it says, "Bold prayers honor God, and God honors bold prayers. God isn't offended by your biggest dreams or boldest prayers. He is actually offended by anything less. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. your prayers aren't impossible to you." They are insulting to God. Mm. Jeez. Mm. Because they don't require divine intervention. If you have something that, first of all, if you're waiting for something from God and it doesn't require his divine intervention, it's not big enough. Your, your dreams aren't big enough. Uh, if you think you can do it all on your own, then it's probably something that you don't really need to wait for because you can do it yourself. But it's God's waiting for you to to dream bigger, dream the impossible, because he's actually offended by the prayers or the thoughts that in your head you don't want to send up. Because you're like, ah, I don't know. That's probably that's not really realistic. Ah, I can't bring that to God. He already knows you're thinking it. You might as well send it up to him and, and give him the the wholehearted the wholehearted you <clears throat> he wants you oh man excuse me <clears throat> he wants you to come to him with those things that seem absolutely impossible so he can just show you how big he really is um even to piggyback on that is if it's not impossible or if it doesn't require his movement, then why are you even praying for it? Yeah. Like, do you really need, like, maybe I'm thinking of it with a different perspective because we're in the Silicon Valley, we're in the Bay area. But if you really need God to get you that entry level job or to get you off the couch mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's so many things that you can be doing under your own power and 
you know what, maybe it's that mental issue. Maybe it's the separation between knowing what you want to do and taking action on it. And so that prayer doesn't need to be about bring the situation to me. The prayer needs to be about God, I'm going to start walking and I know that you're going to, I'm going to cross paths with it at some point. And, uh, I pray that you give me the patience to keep on going. going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're not going, you're not going to hit the crossroad with what you need to do back. Like at the very beginning, um, I had read this Devo that was like the four steps to happiness or something like that. Yeah. One was that the world has a need. One was that you have a fill for that need. The And then the third piece was that joy is actually the intersection between what you have and what the world needs, yeah. right? That was the third piece. So that's literally like you have to hit that intersection. If you're not walking or driving or running, or there's no intersections for you. Yeah. Um, wow. But if it's not impossible, if it's not beyond your means, it's almost insulting to him. Like, why are you even asking this of me or what are you really asking me is the question. I mean, you know, the prayer just needs to change, um, and adjust just a little bit. Um, and so, you know, like I was saying, like, you know, instead of worrying about why it's taking so long, it's like, how can you serve him in the period until it gets here? Um, and you know, we've been going through the worship, um, sermons the last, what, four to six weeks or something like that. Um, and I just heard Steve Furtnick's ser- sermon from like two days ago where he talked about before and after mm-hmm. and how there's many things that hap- that need to happen before God moves. And then there's many things that happen after God moves. Mm-hmm. Um, however, God does not move until you believe that he can. Um, and uh, you'll hear Chase's episode soon, but uh, <laughs> Chase was talking about how there's many instances in the Bible where... Jesus is right there and he's about to do that healing. But before he does it, he asked the person in front of him, but do you believe that I can? Yeah. I'm going to do it, but do you believe that I can even do it? Yeah. Um, and I think he's asking a lot of you this right now. Mm. Uh, wow. <laughs> do you think that I can do this? I think a lot of you. So for me, Satan, the devil is the master of the question mark. Any sentence you put, he just adds the question. So you could say, God is coming, but then that changes to God is coming or, you know what I'm saying? Like my blessing is on the way to my blessing is on the way. You know what I'm saying? Like he, it's the same thing, but he just adds that question mark. And now all of a sudden in our mind, it's a completely different thing. Um, so Jeez, the uncertainty of the song, the right. tone of what you're saying yeah, depends right. all on, wow. Exactly. Come on. You know, so are you, the patience might even be that God is waiting for you to believe that he can do it so that he can do it. Right. So it might not even be that he's taking so long. Like I said, he, he might've already prepared you. The situation might not be ready or the situation is ready, but you're not ready. That's what I'm, so that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. There's, God, if anybody's waiting, it's God. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's right. the only waiting that needs to be. Right. Done. Right. Literally God is waiting on us. Mm. So that's why I don't get like when the, the term says, Oh, I'm waiting on God. No, no, you're not. Mm. You're waiting on you. Yeah. Right. He's at the right. door. Just knock on it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so that patience period might be him waiting for you to start believing so that he can start moving. 
Um, he's, I, I don't think that, um, God is in the business of proving himself. Mm. Um, I think we're in the business of proving ourselves, um, because he's already proved himself in a a million different circumstances. Um, and so something that Steve referenced in his sermon, which is just insane that even God waited for Jesus to move before he started working and so the instance is when jesus goes to the jordan and he goes to get baptized by john the baptist right and and steve goes into it so you guys should definitely go on youtube and watch elevations uh before and after service but god does not rip open heaven and descend the dove until Jesus is on the way back up out of the water. Mm. So Jesus already went into the water and waited. And so he already moved Mm. with the understanding that God was going to do tremendous things in the after front, but he moved before got into the water after he moved. Then God said, okay. Mm. So as he was coming up, the heaven was open, the dove was dropped, but Jesus was already on the way up. Yeah. He didn't he didn't say, Okay, God, like open the heavens and then send the dove and then I'll drop into the river and get baptized. No, mm-hmm. he got baptized and then God ripped open the heaven. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you know, really just so, talk on that point specifically, you know, like, like bro. God, I'm gonna go into the water, trusting that when I come back up, you're gonna be there. Like, That's man, crazy because I was just about to throw that punch <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it just got put on my I was just about to ask do you guys know how patient Jesus was mm. yeah with with his disciples when yeah. he could have easily just lost you know lost it with their you know their unbelief their, right you know just how they how they were um with the world mm-hmm. you know yeah. uh patient with him going through suffering mm-hmm. going through that night at night, night in the garden yeah right he could have right get me out of this situation mm-hmm. he was patient and what happened in that patience he had to go through suffering and pain yeah. before he reached his glory. Right. You cannot have glory yep. without patience. Right. Even like just like you said, even Jesus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. needed to deplore. He needed to have patience. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <sighs> um. Yeah. So I guess in like a even a personal way that I can kind of explain. So like, um, you know what happened with the Chase Bank happened with Chase Bank and. Obviously, all things work together, so you know there's still a a predestined plan that is already laid out for me. Um, but I'm starting to get to the point where I don't need to know why every little intricacy anymore. So I'm allowing those moves to just happen and happen and happen, and then you know I'll worry about figuring it out later. Because what I got to was we got to a point of trying to figure out and understand God, yeah. and. Um, <laughs> Chase touches on this. Chase touches on this great, which is that we're limited to our feelings mm-hmm. and our mindset, and what we understand, and what we feel, what we see, what we touch, what we taste. And so, you know, God's ways are so far above that that even His ways exceed our physical feeling. Even though love is an intangible thing that we all know is real, our heart can only so like agape, right? God's level of love is on a whole different level compared to what humans can love and how they can love. And even though our love is great and strong um, and very passionate, imagine that times infinity. Um, 
you know, when I was, when we were talking to Jay Bull about my Muslim coworker and, you know, her being able to like be accepted and, you know, things like that. And, uh, I was broken hearted, you know what I'm saying? And Jay Bull's dad had that reference, which was, you know, how you feel, imagine how he feels right. in that turn. And so when I say that is that like, we can only understand and comprehend so much of what he's doing. So trying to figure out every detail of that is actually only distracting you from missing the opportunity in front of you. Um, so, you know, don't, and I know a lot of us are in a place where there's a lot of things going on and we want to see God move and we want to believe in him and we want to know that he's real, but we're still waiting for him to move first. Um, and that's, the before and after, that's just not yeah, how works. this works. Yeah. That is not how this works. You draw to him, he will draw unto you. Yeah. Um, but um, so in turn of that, um, <laughs> in turn of that, um, I uh, actually, from that Muslim coworker, um, she referred me for a different bank, same position, same salary, so on and wow. so forth. Um, and she gave me that plug, like, t like literally like right after I, I left, uh, chase. Yeah. And so, um, I've been kind of like waiting on that. And at first I was like, okay, I'm gonna apply. That's a job I can get right back into right away, get steady income, so on and so forth. And these two weeks, week and a half, I've really been like enjoying from a perspective of it allows me to kind of get myself back together. Mm. Now she hit me up yesterday and she said, Hey, my manager was asking about you. Did you fill out the online application and do the assessment and all that stuff? And, uh, I actually didn't. And I've had that email for like literally like two weeks already just mm. waiting for me to do it. And, um, you know, I don't have anything like huge necessarily lined up. I have some business opportunities with my own personal business that I'm really trying to double down on and really just trying to kind of trust and allow God, you know, present that to God and allow him to work through it. That's another thing that I think we need to touch on is that your situation, you need to present it to him, it to him. or your desire that you think maybe it doesn't line up with his desires for your life. Mm -hmm. If that's what you actually desire, then give it up to him. He'll tell you. And he'll, t and he'll tell you, but until you actually give it up. And so my business, I've wanted this personally so bad, whether it's for money or for business development or for just experience in general. And I realized I never really presented it to him and said, God, move through this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I never really mm -hmm. gave that to him. And so um, I did that recently. And so my old coworker hits me up literally yesterday. Hey, da, da, da. My manager's asking about you. What's going on? And I pretty much just declined. And I was just like, you know, like... I think I just need to to kind of do my own thing. As great as this is, 80K sounds great. Um, <laughs> you know, that's like five, six K a month. That sounds uh, that sounds pretty damn good. What did um, you text me yes the other day, Johnny? Because it touches on exactly what you just said, Rudy. You declined uh, something that you know other people would think that you were crazy. Right. Um, you. Oh yeah. Um, walking through the storm for other people it actually turns out to be a lot more peace and joy for you in a situation where, um, I'm paraphrasing what he said, but he said mm -hmm. it so perfect. Oh, here it is. Um, it's amazing that through what may look like a storm to some is so comforting and blessed and a blessing in disguise to you. Jeez. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, and it was just kind of, I've been telling people like, oh, this is the 
best time for me to take a risk and I'm super young so I have time and opportunity later on if things don't work out but it's not really the opportunity for me to take a risk it's really my opportunity to try to dive into him more I'm realizing mm. that even though we're sharing our experiences and our faith with you guys mm. that that actually even if you let's say somebody's hearing this right now they got saved or they heard a previous episode they got saved or maybe their conviction dialed up more to where they dove into that journey and now they are living really well with God and things like that yeah. but th even that would not save us three right here mm. Even us making that impact and bringing people to God would not save us three individually if we're not individually right with God, right? So we could, we could be doing this whole show, we could build this platform, but if we're not right internally, it doesn't matter. Right. So this was my opportunity to say, you know what? I literally need to go all in. Um, and my phrase, my phrase has been, trust him enough to trust yourself right. and i don't mean to say that trust yourself and just know that you can make it all happen i'm saying get in line with the extension of his will so that everything that you do mm. will work to your favor and your benefit and will be blessed because of that so when you know that you're aligned with his will and you your have that right posture through that door everything is boosted everything is boosted and even if that doesn't work out yeah. it's okay because you there will already be something ready for you and so when you walk in his peace when you walk in his patience when you walk in his strength and his love um you can trust him enough to trust yourself so, yeah. um to where you can take chances on yourself um and not need the security you know the world's the world's telling me you don't have a job. You don't have any steady income. Uh, God is not going to get you a job. Praying is not going to get you a job. And I'm not even asking for a job. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not even what I'm looking for. So other people feel unsafe and unsecure because of the situation that I'm willing to put myself in. Um, but um, I'm reading this <laughs> You know, so I'm reading this book in a pit with a lion on a snowy day. And... Uh, I think the guy's name is Benia Benaya, and he jumped into the pit. The pit is below you, but he jumped down into the pit, jumped down into the pit. He didn't jump up to a higher platform. He jumped down into the pit to be courageous and to dwell. Yeah. Um, and you know, sometimes that's what it takes. The pit might be, might seem lower, um, in this world and this tangible thing, but, you know, that stronghold, that pit, wherever it is that that patience and that confidence and that strength grows is where you need to go. Which is why I started talk, started off talking about the opposite of, of patience, I feel, is being a coward. Mm -hmm. um, because really, mm -hmm. those things that you're willing to put yourself in those situations for yeah. um, take a lot of courage. Right. It does. It right. takes a lot of courage. And if you're not willing to do that, the opposite of what that is is a coward. Right. And, and I know none of our listeners want to be that. And um it, it even said it in Revelations: the cowards will go will, will be yeah. with the murderers, they'll Correct. be with the worshippers yep. of. They're not going to. The idols. cowards will not make it to heaven. Man, don't be a coward. Who, whoever that is out there, who, who you just like? Nah, that's that's too scary. I'm not going to do that. And you know, God's been poking at your heart to do it. You need to do it. Yep. Patience is a battlefield. 
Yeah, patience is a battlefield. And I know you want to have everything lined up and everything perfect. You want to have the income while you can go to school and figure all this stuff out. And um, it doesn't work like that. It's so real. It doesn't work like that. It's so funny because it's like both both of uh, me and you, our stories match up a little with that. You know, with you, Chase, you know, with me looking at at Randstad. You know, first of all, the mindset is... I just got out of college. I just graduated. I'm gonna get a job. Right? No, it's not. Right? It's not. No, it's not. It's not. It's not like that. And no, like you, not. you know, I threw um, a little similar. I threw all my eggs in that basket. Oh, like I'm gonna get this job. I'm going all in. I'm studying God. You know, I'm speaking this to existence. And it's like God had a, another open door for me. Mm-hmm. So now, now that that prepared me, just mm-hmm. like Chase has prepared you. Right. Every other interview and everything that I have, it's just like okay, this is. I'm excited, but it's just another interview. Right. So now I, I, I know what to do because I learned from that. Right. And now, without even praying, God, can I bless me with a job? God bless me with an opportunity. Right. Just bless me with an opportunity, whatever you think is best. Right. I'm having companies call me that I never thought. Yeah, right. With right. higher incomes. Think of this, like, right. what a, what a, God, that symbol is just an opportunity. <laughs> just an opportunity. Yeah. Um, yeah, what, what we ask for is how you ask it, what you say is... You know, it's it's really important in details. That's really what I'm starting to notice about prayer. And with that greatness, whatever it is that you want, um, you personally, yes, you listening to this, whatever it is that you want, how long are you willing to wait and endure to get it? Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's not worth it, then it's not great enough. Mm-hmm. Um and that's that's really what it comes down to and i think honestly like what i think what's really helping with our impatience and growing our impatience um is social media and i want to do a separate episode specifically on that cuz there's way too much in that to just have at the end of this episode but yeah. um i think some of us really need to change how we utilize social media and uh i read it's, it's about portions so you know, let's say you go, I think there was like a stat that like the average person or even probably on the low end, the average person uses like 17, 18 hours of social media in a week. Um, and if you go to church, it's probably once a week yeah. and that's an hour sermon. Yeah. So you're comparing one hour of God's portion in a week to 18 hours of social media portion. Wow. So what do you think is going to happen? Right. Like, we, I, I feel like, I feel like there, it's not even a question when you literally just look at the number while well, I'm spending one hour with God yeah. and I'm spending 18 hours just scrolling through other people's lives. Yeah. Um, and most of those people are in a higher quote unquote, higher place in their life yeah. than I am in mine or they're further along or so on and so forth. So it's like, he is waiting so that everybody can be saved. I take it right back to second Peter. Those people, great. They've been blessed. They have good opportunities. He's waiting for you. Great. You got saved. You got your opportunities. You got your blessings. Now he's waiting for the person behind you. You know what I'm saying? So it, we're all going to have our day, but I think social media just makes us want to have our day. Now we want to be the entrepreneur. Now we want to have the products and the service and the money and the visual representation and all of it. Right now yeah. um 
but it doesn't work like that. All overnight success is grinded for at least like 5, 10, 12, 15 years to become an overnight success just because social media now allows you to, show you know, that. just to show it. Yeah. Um, but all those people, they already dwelled. They already went through their patience period. They already have been tried. They've already endured. Um, and social media is just a, a photo, a video of that. Um, but there's so much more happening inside you that you can even show on social media. And that's exactly why we even started this podcast. Yeah. Um, because I don't think social media can even really handle what God is doing. Yeah. Um, so we're trying to find a new way to have a bigger platform for everybody to really come together. Because, you know, the likes and the comments, people, it's a, um, it's the sheep effect. People wait until we have X amount of followers and X amount of people commenting and X amount of people liking before they start liking and commenting and right. following. Right. So how many of you are going to wait to see what God is going to do in our lives before you start to walk with God in your own? Come on, bro. <laughs> That's so real, <laughs> dude. You know, like you guys are going to wait. Okay, let's see what COTM does. Let's right. see how far this goes. Let's see how long this lasts. Right. Let's see what God actually does in their lives. Or if they're just handed patience after patience after patience after patience after patience, mm. what is it going to be? Mm. Um, is Rudy going to get the job of his life? Is his business going to pick up? Yeah. Is Jamal going to become a San Francisco 49er? Yeah. What's going to happen? We don't know, but we're willing to be patient enough to see that through. Mm. Um, regardless of what comes in the bigger picture, we're doing this all for him anyways. Mm. Um we're simply just providing a platform for him to literally show his hand uh, in whatever way possible. And uh, I only can pray that we stick with that and endure through that and praise through that. Um, you know, the worship service couldn't have come at a better time for me because as much as I want to get out and get a job and feel that security again, um, I'm glad that I'm at where I'm at right now and I'm glad that I'm being tried and I'm glad that my back is against the wall. I'm glad that I have to hop into the pit with the lion. Like I'm glad I have to do all of it. You know what I'm saying? So let's, you learn, you learn, you learn a different part about that's when our backs are against the wall, God shows a different face. You know, I mean, and I have a beautiful experience in front of me in that Jamal has been able to endure this entire time without, hopping off onto a job and we've been doing COTM for at least like six to eight months yeah. and I don't think you've been working that entire time yeah. so <laughs> it, it, you know <laughs> like that in itself the righteous do not go without bread you know we got plugged into a church you're now serving in the church damn near four or five six days out of the week yeah. and because of that you have a community coming around you helping you uplifting you providing you with resource yeah. um in God's own house, yeah. right? So, yeah. um, if He can do it, I can do it, right? <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of what it comes down to. If you can do it, I can do it. Why? Because we serve the same God. Come on, yeah, that's so good, bro. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. If one of you guys wants to wrap that up in a prayer, I think we'll be solid. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for allowing this brotherhood to come together, Lord Jesus, and be able to speak to the listeners, as well as you speak to us every single day, every single morning, evening, night, Lord God. I pray, Lord Jesus, that we understand the power of patience, 
that we understand, Lord God, in our patience that we are battling, we are fighting for what we want. The victory is already or is already ours, Lord Jesus. You gave us that victory at birth. Mm. Now that we know that we have it, may we fight for it, Lord Jesus. May we go out and run for it. May we run after our destinies, Heavenly Father. May we chase after what we want, knowing that it is ours. No more waiting, but patiently working and grinding for what we want, Heavenly Father, for what you already have. May we never wait. May we knock at the door, Lord God, knowing that you will answer. May we ask knowing that we will receive anything we ask for. May we seek, because we know we shall find, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Woo! That was great. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for listening yeah. to that. Um, thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Um, I pray that you got something from it. I pray that God is really pulling at your heart right now uh, and really working those kinks, um, because because you need him too. Um, yeah, so if you got anything from this or from any of our episodes, please, um, please, please, please let us know. Please. The messages that we are starting to get or that we kind of have been getting are, are great. Um, and we definitely want to connect with a lot more of you. We're not, we're not fascinated with the amount of followers and the amount of listens, even though those are great and shows that God really is moving. Um, it's the audience of one, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's for him, but it's also for the one person that might have needed to hear this episode. So if that is you, if you just cannot help but resonate with anything that we're talking about, let us know which episode it was from, yeah. what was said, how it related to you, so on and so forth. We really encourage you to get out of your comfort zone. Stop listening. Start getting involved. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So peace out. You guys have a good rest of your week. Broken by the burden Broken by the burden